0: I'm Nicole and I'm Alexa. Hello. Hello friend. Let's get right into our bulletin board. Ooh, oh. Going all teacher on me. Love a good bulletin a board. Principal?
1: Do principals do that? I don't know.
0: I think it was mostly teachers. Okay, go on, teacher. So, first we have got to mention our Patreon. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. if you have yet to sign up, head on over to Patreon. Uh the link is in all of our bios, mm-hmm. so you cannot miss it. Mm-hmm. On our Patreon, we've got uncut episodes, we've got a community hub, or we've got some behind-the-scenes footage and polls, and you can reach out to us. I mean, you can still reach out to us even if you don't have Patreon, but you can reach out to us in a cooler way
1: Mm -hmm, via mm -hmm.
0: Patreon. And we do mini sods where we talk about, like, smaller legal issues that we think are hilarious because we like a jokey joke.
1: We do. We do. And on top of that, because that's not enough, we're overachievers. We also have our YouTube channel where we do pop culture videos, just a little bit more of us uh, showing off our personalities in front of camera. So who doesn't want some of that? We also have our episodes, our podcast episodes up there. If you just want to, you know, look at our cover art as you listen in. Why not? So the YouTubes, we're here.
0: We are here in
1: any way that you guys need us. Yeah. Today's topic is going to be a not so a not so harmonious one,
0: Mm-mm. because
1: we're talking about warring ex-spouses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We got Doc Dre on the one end.
0: Doc Dre, okay, I haven't heard that one. I'm
1: always trying to change it up, you know. I Just Dr. Keep you Dre on, is sufficient here. It just seems so formal. Mm-hmm. Can't call him the Doc.
0: I think people do Dre? call him the Doc, but maybe Doc Dre just feels weird to me. Doc Dre? D. I don't like, no.
1: Okay. All right. Every Everyone, uh, <laughs> producer Marge is really mad at me. All right. Dr. Dre and his ex-wife, Nicole Young. Mm-hmm. Um, have had a not so great divorce. No, the holidays will not be so pleasant for them. It's going to be real bad. Rocky roads, really bad. I always, I always get a little uncomfy with these, but then I'm also intrigued with them because I'm like, wow, this is what relationships
0: do, huh? When you're I kind of end. like messy divorces. You,
1: you like them? Yeah, that's not shocking at all. No, I don't. You're at one it point, like, I actually <laughs> wanted
0: to be a divorce attorney because I was like, that I can would see be that fun. For <laughs> you. I can see that for
1: you. Even if you pit a vid now, I'd be like, that makes that still <laughs> track. That makes sense. Um, it's a little fucked up i feel like i would hire you to be my divorce attorney oh i would be a fucking shark you would be so petty and you'd be (laughs) like (laughs) so you're gonna enjoy this one Mm -hmm. who would you rather represent
0: Definitely his ex-wife, or his soon-to-be ex-wife. Yeah? Yeah. Why? So you you could find all the ways to get his money? Well, that, but you'll, we'll also, you know, talk about some things that make him less than admirable over the course of this episode. I think it'll become apparent why I'm not ever going to represent Dr. Dre. So you
1: have some morals Mm -hmm. with the sharky Mm -hmm. Mm attorney-ness. That's Mm -hmm. good to know. All right. With that, wanting to open us up?
0: Should we throw in a trigger warning here? Because there's some sensitive um, domestic violence allegations here, so I feel like it's worth noting um, just to... Give our judges just a little heads up here. Yes, Dr. Dre. We like Dre. to create a safe space.
1: Yep, that's true. We're gonna we're not gonna get into details, but we are going to mention the fact that Dr. Dre has had a history of, of violence against women. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. All
0: right. So let's get into this. So Dr. Dre's real name is Andre Rommel Young. He is a renowned and famous and very rich rapper and producer. So Dr. Dre formed NWA with Eazy-E and Ice Cube back in 1986 and then goes on to do, I mean, they made a ton of music together and did a ton of collabs, but he later goes on to co-found Death Row Records and then later forms Aftermath Entertainment Dr. Dre is really kind of known for discovering and helping grow new artists. I think in, definitely in like recent years as he's stopped making music as frequently. And some of the people that he's kind of helped along the way include Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg, Eminem, 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar, and Anderson Pac. And so he's also known, I think, for being a way better producer than an actual lyricist mm. since most of his raps are written for him by the ghostwriters.
1: That's not surprising to me, and I also think so. I also feel like a lot of music producers, in particular, are the ones that bring in so much money because mm-hmm. you can produce for multiple artists. Mm-hmm. And he does, I think, is a lot better as a producer than even a rapper. I'm not thinking; I wouldn't say that he's like one of the best rappers to have ever lived. No, definitely not. Producer, sure. Yeah, he, he does know how to produce he's really well. Up there. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: all of this has re- resulted in quite successful times for him. He's won over seven Grammys during his career, and again, he's. produced and discovered a ton of people who I'm sure he's getting some royalties from. Mm -hmm. But as we kind of mentioned, he's super, super fucking problematic. I really had a hard time with this one because he's got this history of abusing women. And so there have been allegations on um, record for a really, really long time dating back to his NWA days of abusing like his his partners you know girlfriends Mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. as well as like women who say things that he does not agree with and then Mm -hmm. he'll like run into them at places Mm -hmm. and literally verbally and physically assault them
1: even like an interviewer in one at a party right At like a pool party yeah she asked him a question and then he crazy
0: it's just uh, it's not the vibe it's not cute i don't there's literally no excuse in my book for that shit i don't care i just don't care so i really i cannot co-sign this guy at all for those reasons It's worth noting, in 2015, he goes on a press tour right after the Straight Outta Compton movie came out, which notably, and husband and I were actually discussing this recently, did not include any of his violent history against women, Mm -hmm. for him or for Ice Cube, Mm -hmm. because Ice Cube has had some, like, allegations as well, but it was not... It was it was fucked up, right? Because he portrayed everybody else as honestly as he thought that he was. So everybody else's exploits were on full blast. <laughs> Meanwhile, right. Dr. Dre is like fucking the second coming of Jesus Christ in this movie. Mm-hmm, Whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyways, a- as this press tour is unrolling, he does an interview with Rolling Stone where he basically is asked about, you know, this, this history of abusing women. And he says he made some horrible, horrible mistakes in his life, that he was young and stupid and he wishes he could take it back and that... Not all the allegations are true, but some are, and that he'd never make a mistake like that again in his life. And he also later goes on to say that he's apologized to all the women that he's hurt. I mean, listen, if you're, I guess, whatever, there's some credence, I guess, to going back and apologizing and owning up to what you've done, but... Yeah. It just, there were years of there's these no allegations. Excuse. So I'm like, no, thank you, my friend. There's nothing you can say or do for actions like that, right? No. It doesn't,
1: apology, okay, but it doesn't undo mm-hmm. all the trauma that he did mm-hmm. to all these women, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so... Yeah, I agree with you. But we have to get through the episode. We have to talk about what's going on with him and his ex-wife. And we're going to talk a little bit about his business ventures and his investments. Mm -hmm. So 2001, he earned approximately $52 million after selling part of his share of Aftermath Entertainment to Interscope Records and for producing several big hits, including Family Affair by Mary J. Blige. Great song. Again... Very emotional. Great song. Great producer. Not so great of a human, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. 2008, he starts Beats by Dre, which I think we've all heard of, uh, which is, if you have not heard of this, <laughs> I'm surprised you even found a way to listen to us <laughs> right. on technology, but it's a headphone brand. And reports estimate that he had between 15 and 20% stake in the company. Mm-hmm. Never really disclosed. Yeah. I would say it's got to be at least 15 probably 20 but... Significant. Anyway, enough, because in 2014... Apple buys the brand for $3 billion, Mm -hmm. with a B, billion. Mm -hmm. It's their most expensive purchase to date, by the way. So, based on these estimates of him, you know, obviously having between a 15 to 20% stake, he probably got about $585 million before taxes. (gasps)
0: So this really... Ugh, I die. I have chills across my body.
1: From that transaction alone. <laughs> Goosebumps. So this pushes him up probably to billionaire status and made him the richest man in hip-hop at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been usurped since, but um, he also joined Apple as in an executive role after the sale. Mm-hmm. And then in 2011, interestingly, which I hadn't... Heard of this before this episode and doing the research for it but there was a rumor going around that he helped discover uh he, that he discovered burning man and that it was his idea to start charging an entrance fee so a rumored fun fact urban legend says he discovered burning man in 1995 when he was shooting a music video and offered to pay their nevada event permit in exchange for getting in on potential profits, including like we you know like I mentioned charging the entrance fee. Um, purportedly There's a letter from him to his ex-wife where he writes, in quotes, "Someone should get behind this and make some money off these fools." Love that. Love capitalism. So, I thought that that was very interesting. Crazy, yeah. And as of 2019, uh, the last reports that we have, and I think this is true to this day, but he has a, an approximate net worth of 800 million. Um, even though he hasn't actually released any music since 2015. Crazy. And this is where I want to say the richest man in hip-hop now goes to Mr. Jay-Z. H to the is o, V to the is A. Okay, okay. Or should I say Beyonce's husband? Is <laughs> okay. that how, is that what, Producer Marge likes that one? That right.
0: was for Producer let's, let's Marge. Let's put some respect on Jay-Z's name. I, I, you know I'm a Beyonce stan, but, that one, have, you know. Look at Producer Marge. She's smiling big. That was that was for you, Producer Marge. All right so in 1996 dr dre marries his current wife nicole fun fact not me other fun fact she was the ex-wife of nba player sadal threat i don't really know who he was apparently was he, he a big good did, did your really husband know. know who that you was? No, i didn't ask him this time
1: oh usually right. you come in with like the sports stuff yeah so you right. can tell us really what left, we're talking I about the team
0: down this time sorry <laughs> so dr dre and nicole go on to have two children together one son and one daughter in July of 2020, Nicole ends up filing for divorce after 24 years of marriage in California. In her filing, she requests attorney's fees of around $1.5 million, spousal support of approximately, approximately $2 million per month. Mm-hmm. just the month mm-hmm. two million mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and division mm-hmm. of their property because as you can imagine the man has some properties i think so, some properties friend, i think so. multiple <laughs> capital s at
1: the end yeah. that's an instance where you capitalized S's. last s
0: um, <laughs> there uh. it's worth noting that she cited irreconcilable differences as the reason for their divorce which basically means that a person and their spouse can't get along anymore we okay. hate each other peace out let's wrap this up here right Legally, it typically means that the person filing or the spouse filing is seeking to is is not seeking to prove that the other person did something wrong, which results in a no-fault divorce.
1: I have a fun history fact for you, dork. I know I'm gonna get really dorky, but I thought this was really interesting. Um, so up until the 1960s, if a person wanted a divorce, they had to prove fault in order to get one. Yep. So just being unhappy or incompatible. Or I just don't fucking like you anymore. Just wouldn't do it. So they'd have to prove that their spouse did something wrong. And it was usually like pretty egregious things like you cheated, you've been abusive, or even you couldn't perform in bed.
0: I wonder if you could say like he wasn't picking up the socks. He didn't pick up his socks any day for a year. Yeah. Like that's a thing. I don't know if
1: all the that's men evidence. who enacted this law at the time would have been, they've been like, that poor man, he yeah. works all day, pick up his damn socks, you know?
0: I like that that's the voice that you chose for the boardroom of men that's how i think of them so Mm -hmm. you're welcome
1: boardroom of men in
0: 1969
1: california becomes the first state to institute irreconcilable differences as an option allowing couples to divorce each other without proving fault Mm -hmm. other states quickly followed suit as did many divorces through the 1970s and (laughs) 1980s
0: so everybody's like i'm out bitches
1: (laughs) and that's where like of course the, the conservatives and the religious right right they were just like no this is see we proved it i'm like See, people are not happy together. <laughs> yeah. Let them be happy. Yeah. Are you kidding me?
0: No happiness for That's you. That's my
1: history fun fact.
0: Okay. So as we mentioned, she asked for spousal support of a small tune of $2 million per month. Small. Mm-hmm. Very Tiny. minor. Drop in the bucket. So as a refresher, spousal support is financial support pa- payments made by the spouse who earns more to the spouse who earns less after divorce. And note, courts often grant temporary spousal support, which requires the higher earning spouse again to pay the lower earning spouse during the divorce proceedings and until divorce and you know permanent alimony is finalized. Unless parties agree on an amount of spousal support, usually a judge has to come in and kind of determine that amount. And so they'll consider a bunch of factors, including the length of the marriage and the lifestyle and all of that. But the general idea is to put the lesser earning spouse in a position as close to possible as, you know, the standard of living that they had while they were married, aka the status quo, until that spouse can become like self-supporting or until, well, I guess that's also self-supporting if you marry someone else who can then support you.
1: Yeah, that's the way I I want to self-support
0: myself. Get your paper, (laughs) boo-boo. And so, you know, we just need to note that her initial filing reportedly made no mention of any prenup which is interesting
1: Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. in july 2020 so just one month after our dear nikki initially files for divorce he files in response citing what a prenuptial agreement that they signed dun dun what's a prenup a contract that's created and signed by people before they are married prenuptials right before your nuptials Mm -hmm. and it typically specifies what each person owns and what their property rights are going to be after the marriage ends if it ends mm-hmm. each state has its own laws about enforcement and, and and validity of the prenup a big one though usually a prenup has to be entered into with ample time before the marriage so signing one day before or even the week before marriage can invalidate it courts want to make sure you had enough time to review approve have a lawyer look at mm-hmm. it right they don't want you right before you're gonna say i do having pressure to sign the paperwork or you're, um, a, little, you're a little tipsy on champagne then too you know exactly There's there's some questions <laughs> exactly he like asks you that night are you sure here no. you go um the agreement has to be fair um it has to be based on circumstance and like based on the circumstances of the couple so it helps if both parties have their own attorney yep but not always necessary because people have drafted their own but you of course were are accounting for in a situations usually typically rich powerful men marrying women who don't have as much power don't have mm-hmm. as much money and Men coercing women or tricking women or just using their power yep. and influence to get him to get them to sign. Yep. So Dre and Nicole's allegedly their prenup said that the property they acquired since getting married would be kept separately, but that she would be able to maintain her right to receive spousal support. Get that money, girl. Mm-hmm. So after Dr. Dre files his response. It's reported that he was okay with paying her spousal spousal support in line with the prenup, but he said that the property distribution should be governed by the prenup, meaning everything he acquired after the marriage is his.
0: Ooh, That's a lot of houses (laughs) with that Apple money.
1: That she's not going to have access to. Yeah.
0: Allegedly. So in August after that in 2020, she files a separate memo with the court asking for a trial specifically to determine whether the prenup is valid. Nicole alleged that she was forced to sign it on their wedding day under extreme duress. And she acknowledges that there, that there was an attorney present with her, but claims it was one of Dr. Dre's attorneys and not hers, which is obviously problematic because we don't know if th- this guy was relaying, it, it could be a woman. Mm-hmm. We don't know if this, this attorney was relaying the right information and like really advising Nicole on like, what she was waiving, essentially, and what Had she would get. her best interest, right? Right. So Nicole goes on to say that he, that Dr. Dre tore up about two years into their marriage. As a reminder, they were married for 24 after he felt guilty about forcing her to sign it. And she says that she never even received a, a copy of the prenup and still doesn't have a copy. So it's crazy to me. Who knows what's in it? Now, if it's true that he forced her to sign, it could rescind the prenup or basically render it null and void because, you know, contract law, as we've discussed before, making somebody sign something, uh, signing something under extreme duress, the court will be like, okay, that's not, it's not valid then. Because it, to your point, it has to be fair. And mm-hmm. they recommend at least that you have, somebody who represents you look it over Mm -hmm. and so she also adds that he's worth approximately 1 billion and has 260 million dollars in cash alone plus apple stock and that he acquired most of his wealth during their marriage so she wants a little cut of that because you know she was behind the scenes supporting him
1: that's what she was saying right she was like i raised our kids i kept up all the Properties, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. multiple S's. So I want my cut. Well, I'm sure they had a staff who were keeping up the properties. Girl, I we're representing her right now. You're right. You're right. You're right.
0: We're on her team. This girl was doing
1: the most for him. Fair, okay. Fair. You're right. December 2020, uh, Dr. Dre filed a copy of the actual prenup with the court, and basically, of course, denies everything she just said. Mm -hmm. Said nothing she said is true. She signed it willingly, and that he didn't force one of his attorneys on her. She had her own Mm -hmm. because. At the time of signing, you know, it has like a signature for the attorney. That's, ha- yep. that's why, right? There's an attorney clearly signed. So he said, no, that was your attorney. And he points specifically to a clause in the prenup that stated the only way to amend or terminate the agreement was that it had to be in writing. So that means that him physically tearing up a copy, even if that were true, mm-hmm. doesn't actually void the prenup
0: which is common, right? Very common. Most, most, if not all contracts have a provision that says something to that extent.
1: It's just easier for evidence. You can have oral contracts, Mm -hmm. but obviously if there's a dispute, it's harder to prove what this oral contract said. Right. So a lot of times, yeah, contracts are going to say, you can only amend this if it's in writing and signed by both parties. Mm -hmm. And we, she has not proved that there is anything like that in writing, other than her saying he tore it up. Right. Right.
0: So they're arguing about this prenup, clearly, right? Dr. Dre is saying that it happens. In that same month that Dr. Dre files the copy of the prenup with the court, so back in December 2020, Nicole asked for $1.5 million of attorney's fees and claimed that Dr. Dre had not been providing sufficient temporary spousal support. Prior to this, he was allegedly trying to pay you know, around 81000 per month in support, so very below her $2 million ask. Very, very low. But it's worth noting that actually, up until this point, Dr. Dre claimed that he had been paying her expenses voluntarily, and his business manager claimed that her credit card bills ranged from like one hundred fifty thousand dollars to three hundred thousand dollars a month. So he was, you know, he was he was doing some good temporary duties, and that was just credit card
1: bills, by the way. That's right. not the expenses. We even know that's what the cash the mortgage, was. right? Because she's staying in their Malibu home. Right. I, I almost had a heart attack when I saw this. I was like one hundred fifty to three. 3- Hundred a month in just
0: credit card bills. She's definitely got a black card.
1: What are you buying? Yeah. How many? I don't even know if someone was like Alexa, try to spend three hundred thousand in <laughs> a, one month a on a credit it's card. Actually, quite absurd. I'd be like, what do I even buy? How Houses. do I get that? <laughs> Can you buy one on a credit card? <laughs> I don't know. Cars. I'm gonna go to the house. Can you just charge it? I want this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in January 2021. Nicole files another memorandum with the court accusing Dr. Dre of abusing her physically and mentally throughout the marriage and that she claims that it's left her with PTSD. And again, we said this at the top of the episode, we don't want to get into all of the details, but she claimed that most recently in April, 2020, he allegedly kicked her out of their Brentwood house in the middle of the night while he was drunk. Mm -hmm. He had a huge fight. He kicks her out. And she says that throughout the years, she considered calling the police multiple times, but didn't think they'd be able to help her. So she never actually went to the police. Mm-hmm. And I mention this because, you know, as you said earlier, Nicole, California is a no-fault divorce state, meaning you don't need to prove fault in order to secure divorce. But the court can consider certain actions in determining the level of household support. So in California specifically, There are certain statutes, AKA laws Mm -hmm. that say that the court can take evidence of domestic violence into account as a factor when determining spousal support. So things like domestic violence charges, uh, filed on someone's record, Mm -hmm. police reports and Mm -hmm. other evidence will be taken into consideration. Mm -hmm. And I say that because, you know, we don't know if what she's saying is true, Mm -hmm. but we do know he has had a history of violence against women. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for her, she never called the cops. Right. So there's nothing on record, mm-hmm. and he was quick to say that, nothing on record, where he had, where the cops were called on him. Right. So this is going to be a little bit harder for her to prove. Yeah. But she is claiming that.
0: Yeah. And it's around this time that Dr. Dre ends up being admitted to the hospital with a brain aneurysm as well, which he actually ends up recovering from, so I think he's doing fine now. But after the hospitalization, he reportedly agreed to pay $2 million in temporary spousal support, as well as her living expenses at their Malibu home and her mom's living expenses at their Pacific Palisades home. Not-so-fun fact, while this was all agreed to in court, he allegedly signed the papers agreeing to this from his hospital bed. So
1: yeah i think some people were saying that maybe him almost like having this near-death experience made it might have changed his mind temporarily Mm. about just giving her some money right Mm -hmm. i don't again we don't know this is all speculation but it was interesting to me anyway that he had that brain aneurysm he's in the hospital and he goes just give her two million right now yeah lump sum i'll come over it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah in march 2021 A judge denies Nicole's request for a restraining order against Dr. Dre, which she filed in response to Dr. Dre releasing a song the month before where he called her a greedy bitch, among other things. The lines were, Trying to kill me with them lies and that perjury. I see you trying to fuck me while I'm in surgery. In ICU, deathbed on some money shit. Greedy bitch, take a pick. Girl, you know how money get. So Dre claimed that, he hadn't actually had any contact with her up until this point. So basically, you trying to get a restraining order. His whole kind of thing this entire time is, you're lying. Mm-hmm. None of what you're saying is true. Mm-hmm. I haven't even had contact with you. Mm-hmm. These are just lyrics. You know, back off. Right. Anyway, like I said, the judge denies her request. It's just lyrics in a song. Um, and anyway... Let's fast forward to April 2021, because a lot
0: happens. Big month. Yep. Big, big month. So Dr. Dre files a response in court denying the previous abuse allegations and claims that Nicole made, and says that she made up the abuse to get more money in the divorce. And he points specifically to the fact that there are no police records or charges against him for domestic violence, which you obviously noted, because you know those things can be helpful in proving that there is actually a history of that. But Nicole then seeks to have his mistresses deposed in the case. And Nicole's lawyer claims that the mistresses might have relevant information to the issue of spousal support and their alleged prenup, because, you know, he could be spending money on these ladies, which shows how much money he does actually have, or he could talk about their relationship, etc. And so, you know, rumors were that he'd been having affairs dating back to approximately 2013, and allegedly one of the women, Keely Anderson, had a child with Dr. Dre. Oddly enough, this woman looks a lot like Nicole, again, his current wife and not yours truly. (laughs) But of course, he's denied all these affairs. And, but an old lawsuit has since been found between Keeley and a former employee of hers that mentions the relationship between her and Dr. Dre, as well as their child. And allegedly, Keeley requires all of her employees to sign a confidential, confidentiality agreement so that they couldn't disclose any details that they learned about her private life and her alleged relationship with Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. All of this being said, the mistresses were obviously not trying to get mixed up in this mess. Mm -mm. This this is Mm a very messy, messy messy situation. Mm -hmm. So they were trying to, like, you know, avoid being deposed. But they were later fined $2,500 each for resisting an effort to subpoena them. They claim that they didn't have any relevant information about the divorce. But the judge ultimately disagrees and says they actually really should be deposed here on really narrow questions. And that's because as we mentioned in California, it's a no-fault divorce state. So while evidence of wrongdoing is irrelevant to whether a divorce should be granted, certain behaviors can certainly affect the division of assets. And so in California, a judge may consider the financial impact that infidelity would have on the other spouse. So if one spouse spends marital assets on an affair, the court can require that person to reimburse their spouse for what they spent on the affair. But Spousal support decisions cannot be punitive, so a judge can't punish a spouse for infidelity by ordering additional additional monthly support payments. And in a separate motion, the judge agrees to remove two uh, Doctor Dre's two lawyers, who are high powered celebrity divorce lawyers, because they had repped actually both Nicole and Doctor Dre during their marriage. Nicole claimed that there was a conflict of interest, which there obviously would be because they would have, you know, mm-hmm. information about both parties. And so Doctor Dre had to find new attorneys. That's pretty big. <laughs> Lots happening in April. There was a lot affairs, going on new lawyers, and monies, and... She was coming at him strong. Yeah, That's all I got to say. And I would too. Um, shark, shark week. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, clearly you said you'd represent her. So this is... this is You're good with all of my this. Lane. Clearly. In my lane. Um, in July 2021, Dr. Dre was ordered to temporarily pay Nicole almost $300,000 a month in temporary spousal support. Um, this comes out to about 3 3- and a half million a year. So, not too bad, although I guess Nicole might not be too thrilled considering she originally wanted two million a month. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll have to pay this until she remarries, enters into a new domestic partnership, or if either of them dies. Uh, he also has to maintain her health insurance and the expenses of their Malibu and Pacific Palisades houses. So in September 2021, Dr. Dre accuses Nicole of allegedly stealing over $350,000 from him and his business partners. So basically, everybody, things just keep getting messier and messier. Allegedly, she took money out of a bank account that he had set up with his business partners for a recording studio in Sherman Oaks. Now, him and Nicole were listed as being in charge of the maintenance and control of the studio's assets. So she was able to deposit checks and transfer money out. I don't think anyone anticipated that she would (laughs) be doing that for her own self-gain. But, (laughs) you know, so he files a lawsuit along with his business advisors against her, accusing her of breaching her fiduciary duty um, to the trust, right, that owns this account and embezzling, a.k.a. stealing money that she used for personal matters. In the interim, I know this is going to be shocking for you, Nicole, but they did remove her from the business trust. No way. Yeah, Never I don't... Never saw
0: that coming. I don't
1: know why, but I, I think they're being a little paranoid, but that's just me. It's been reported that she took the money out while they were still married and has since repaid it, which I think is funny because she probably repaid it with the money that he's given her. Yeah, probably. So she's like, fine, Probably just doesn't sound like she's making her own money. money
0: back. Yeah. So in that same month in September, the judge orders Dr. Dre to pay... Nicole's attorney's fees, which were approximately one point five million at the time, and five hundred fifty thousand of court costs. So the judge went on to estimate that Dr. Dre could actually expect to end up paying around three million in total legal fees for Nicole. So he was basically like, "Don't get too excited by this one point five. There's more to come." Exactly. And he also required Dr. Dre to pay retroactive household expenses like repairs, maintenance, insurance, gardening, taxes, security. And it's estimated that he's paid just over $3.8 million since the divorce. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. In October, her most recent filing also says that she only has a million dollars in her bank accounts. Meh. I know that's heartbreaking. So sad. But that her monthly expenses are around $2.3 million, including, I have to mention, $48,000 just for security. I don't know why, but okay. Um, I'm just gonna say this. I hope it's okay that she just I think she needs how to uh budget mm-hmm, better because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think the budgeting skills aren't quite there. Mm-hmm. Um she says she stopped working to raise their kids. Now we gotta just note the kids are now adults, so she could in theory work right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um she reported that their monthly expenses, and this is relevant because again, what you broke down for us, Nicole, is temporary spousal support and spousal support until the spouse gets up and running, essentially the one that made less. The idea is you give them enough money to maintain their status quo. Mm-hmm. So she's going to point to, well, this was my life when we were married. So here's all the expenses. And this is why I need my $2.3 million. But I just want to give you a little flavor of the types of expenses that it- they apparently had. Eighty thousand dollars on their kids. This is in a month, by the way. In a month, these adult a reminder. kids, mind you, these adult-ass children. Which, if you please, want to adopt me, I will take. <laughs> I will take that. We're available. Eighty thousand on their kids. Three hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars on travel. Six hundred and forty-five thousand dollars on gifts. Twelve thousand dollars on entertainment. Fifty-nine thousand dollars on clothes. hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars on household expenses. I guess, um, what bleach is very expensive,
0: $10,000 on jewelry. My thing is, who the fuck are you buying $645,000 of gifts for per month? How many, how many gifts do you need? It's just, are you getting people Birkin bags? Like, I don't understand what's happening here. Once again, I don't even
1: know if uh, someone was like, Alexa, buy $645,000 worth of gifts on someone. Crazy. What? I don't even know what I would buy. I'd be like, I guess a car? Yeah. A couple cars? Because <laughs> I don't even know, like, physical items to have in a house that would be that expensive. Art. Art. It, I don't even know what art... Yeah. I don't have art there. I go to Ross Dress for Less for my art. <laughs> um, anyway, she's now al- also asking for around 4 to $5 million in attorney's fees. Apparently, she has a current balance of $1.2 million, plus she's estimating her future fees. I think I read that her lawyers are about $1,100 an hour, mm. so... That's right. I guess you know that's just that clock keeps a ticking. Just a reminder that the judge had previously ordered him to pay one point five million dollars, but apparently she's saying he's only paid three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars toward that amount. So she wants her monies. Um, apparently this is this is kind of bad. She reportedly served him papers to get that full one point five because again he's only paid three hundred twenty-five of that. She served him papers while he was at his grandmother's funeral
0: the pettiness of it all
1: that's how she got the pettiness him. of it all he allegedly got into an argument with the person serving him and this happened while he was standing next to his grandmother's casket
0: I literally could not imagine a worse job than serving Dr. Dre papers just period I would be but so then you do it at his grandma's funeral I would be like mm-mm, mm-mm, y'all I don't couldn't. pay me enough for this shit no nope, <laughs> I
1: couldn't I couldn't I'd be like girl are you gonna split that 1.5 with <laughs> right. me because I'm not doing this <laughs> right. right now that right. is so bad he was allegedly so mad that he wouldn't accept the papers and the server just ended up dropping them on the ground her team though her team said okay you guys don't understand what happened that's not what happened she said they served him while he was in the parking
0: lot so much better (laughs) the parking lot on the way to his grandma's funeral great he wasn't
1: closing the casket on grandma he was in the parking lot. He was log. getting out of his Bentley.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah, OK. That, that makes it all better.
1: I, see, do you still want to be a divorce lawyer? Because I for feel like sure. her divorce lawyer was like, we got to
0: do it here. Petty. Love it. You would do that? No, I, would, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Right? I, I, I admire their pettiness. <laughs> so where do things stand now? So Dr. Dre is reportedly back on the dating scene. He Phew. was recently seen out with Omarion's baby mama um, this year. And he's been pictured with many other women since Nicole filed for divorce. And during. Yes. And he continues to get those coins. So Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine, who's one of the people, one of the guys that he worked with on, you know, Beats, um, are going to build a public magnet high school in South L.A. Apparently it was approved by the L.A. Board of Ed and set to open in fall of 2022. He's also making music to be in the new Grand Theft Auto game with Snoop Dogg, which now that I'm saying it out loud feels inappropriate because that game has a lot of domestic, has a lot of violence against women. So I guess right up his alley. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem like he's a changed man. Mm -hmm. Um, and he'll also be performing in the Super Bowl halftime show in 2022 with Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. And last but certainly not least, recently his oldest daughter, LaTanya Young, has said that Dr. Dre cut her off in January 2020 because she spoke negatively about him in the media, and so she said that she's now homeless and living out of her car and working jobs to make money. So Mm -hmm. things are really like a scattered mess for Dr. Dre right now
1: yeah it's not looking good she has like four kids too yeah the kids are staying elsewhere and no she said mercy. she's like living
0: out of her car
1: i would think i mean we don't know if this is true so we're gonna say alleged because mm-hmm. i don't want to get sued by him mm-hmm. but i would think he would at least have some more patience with his grandkids like help out the four kids but nope that's business like no.
0: that's business for you feels like the aneurysm did not change that part of him
1: <laughs> oh um Okay, so a brief summary of what we talked about. We have a messy-ass divorce between Mm -hmm. Dr. Dre and Nicole Young, and they're going to be fighting this out
0: for some time, I'm sure. With some of the highlights being her stealing money and then serving him at his his grandmother's funeral. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Any advice here, my friend?
1: Oh, God, I have so much. Um, If I had to narrow it down, I would say if you are about to marry someone who's a lot richer than you make sure make sure and 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 i should say and they want you to sign a prenup get your own lawyer Mm -hmm. make sure you review it clearly and negotiate because everything that we do The first offer is just that. It is a first offer. Mm -hmm. You can negotiate that stuff. Mm -hmm. So you need to advocate for yourself as much as you possibly can, which means, and if you feel uncomfortable doing that, that's fine. Hire a lawyer and that lawyer should do it for you. Mm -hmm. And if that lawyer isn't, fire that lawyer and hire another lawyer who will. Mm -hmm. How about you?
0: My advice. Hmm. This is a tough one. I actually don't know. My advice would be for Dr. Dre specifically. You're... You've had a really trash ass human existence and have done some really grimy stuff that he's been on record in admitting. So I don't feel bad saying this. Mm -hmm. I feel like my guy, this woman held you down for 24 years and raised your kids. Like, stop making fucking lyrics about her and treating her like shit. $2 million a month is a little aggressive. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, why don't you just like settle this shit out of court? Like, let's handle this like classy adults. You obviously want to move on and date all these new 20 year olds. I'm sure she wants to move on. Like, let's just. Do a nice little settlement arbitration and get back to healing, healing, yeah. healing, and, and self care, he- and, and healing, and growth. Maybe a little therapy for I, you too. I will
1: say, is two million a month that much compared to what they were spending before? Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's a lot to us, but maybe she should get that. Who knows? Depends on what he's making. But if he's eight hundred million, well, two. I mean, two million is just
0: so much money it's I, too much this is
1: why it's I'm getting, gonna
0: wrap my head around it's,
1: it's two million less for him and we don't like him so fair that's that's why i'm gonna say that fine but fine. anyway all right let's get into our Q&A because yes. we're, we're getting a little too heated yeah so we need to a little toasty in yeah here. a little it, it is getting a little toasty um, i have a question from one of our judges mm-hmm. they asked what character would you be from legally blonde
0: um I would like to be the, uh, the, the girl in court who didn't know the perm logistics. Oh, <laughs> the one that was on the stand. who yeah. was lying
1: about the dad cause she wasn't happy with the mom. Cause remember?
0: she said she, Oh, <laughs> the murderer.
1: I think, uh, producer Marge just mouthed to you. You want to be the murderer?
0: No, the daughter wasn't the murderer. Yeah, she was. The she girlfriend killed. was. No, oh, no she, you're the right, girlfriend was she being accused of murdering did. the right, dad. Right, right, right. Forgot about that. She was on
1: trial. We haven't seen Legally it's Blonde in a while. while, huh?
0: It's been a while. I, almost so we haven't seen Legally Judgy in a while. I forgot how to separate all these things.
1: You wanting to be the murderer would
0: be kind of consistent I forgot she with- was the murderer, so now I changed my mind.
1: <laughs> Wait, dude, why? what was the logic initially? Because you didn't know what a perm was? You no, be because
0: that? I would have just stuck to my story a little bit better than she did. So what do you want to be her? because she i just i wish i could i know but i want to like fix it for her oh you want to get away with murder I, well, she didn't get that's away what i'm saying it. i forgot that she was the murderer. <laughs> so. <what> I, mean. <laughs> I changed my mind i take that back let's strike that from the record um okay i would then be <laughs> wow that's awkward okay well i don't know i'm like come back this to makes me. it really funny come back no to this me. is really good stuff
1: we we're done with you we're not coming back we're done <laughs>
0: whoopsies
1: <laughs> i want to be jennifer coolidge's character bend
0: and snap oh that was reese never mind i'm mom all fucked up in the game girl i think we should it's just stop talking real. about like the, yeah, <laughs> blonde fine. um
1: i just i love jennifer coolidge generally i think she's really really funny mm-hmm. and i also i let's be real my stature my looks i i can get away with enough but i'm not going to be the leading character probably unless it was like a, a a goofy comedy so i want to be like the supporting like funny one the Mm -hmm. comedic relief in any Mm -hmm. movie and i feel like especially the more theatrical the better because that's me Mm -hmm. and so like if i could have played that character i would have had so much
0: fun with it yeah you would have and And we also know you like to wear a wig now
1: oh yeah oh yeah if you haven't seen my lisa Renna, it or as uh our great manager says renner (laughs) um lisa Rina um is amazing on youtube so go check it out you're welcome. So you got Jennifer Coolidge and a murderer. Um, (laughs) That's what we got for you, everybody. Uh, All right. Let's roll into our exclusive Patreon content. And if you are, you're like really missing out right now, if you're not listening to us on Patreon right now, Mm -hmm. because we are going to get into some funsies. So go sign up. Always fun. All right, everybody. So thank you for tuning in. We have to remind you guys, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your cousins, tell your aunties, uncles, brothers, neighbors. TikTok followers. TikTok oh especially. If you if you're big on social media, give us a shout I'll out. Tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, but actually that's a very good idea. Yep. Go shout us out. Thank you very much. Um, And with that, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Legally Judgy. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk as much as we love the sound of our own
0: voices. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Also, join us on our Patreon for more judgy shits and giggles. Until next time. Bye. Bye.